I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Here we go! There's only four words. This is something something Bronco. This one's for Pat! Let's go! Can you suspend the song? There's only one person that carries the ball right here. Tim Tebow back in the system. Featuring Mike DeSico and Jess Place. Welcome to Something Something Broncos. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special post-game edition of Something Something Broncos. How about? those helmets. The helmets were immaculate, the field was incredible, and the Broncos lost to the Jets. Joining me today, Tim Lynch and Christopher Hart of Mile High Report. Uh, hey guys, uh, any thoughts on the first half or the second half? Uh, you can chime in in any order you like. Go. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a game. Game was played. It was fun-ish. 
I don't know, man. It's just I'm so tired. I'm so tired of the losing. I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of an upbeat way to begin this. I just don't have one. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, at this point, they're one and four. They've lost to three really bad football teams, and you know, Caleb Williams is balling out in the, in for USC, and I'm just I'm trying really hard not to get excited. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with this football team. How about you, Chris? Well, the Broncos lost another game and they've got the toughest slate of the schedule ahead of them with Kansas City twice and the Bills. So it looks like we're going to probably be, what, one in seven by the time Halloween comes. And as Adam Schefter reported today, uh, the Broncos, depending on how things go, and they didn't go too well today, are going to be looking at trading away some players. So it seems that the most that we have to get excited about is rebuilding the franchise completely from the bottom up. I mean, and that starts with uh, the number one overall pick, right? Yeah. You I know, don't know. Carolina looks pretty bad. Like, it could just, be between no, 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 us no. and Carolina. No, I think Carolina does have a first-round pick. They, the Bears have it, which would be really, really bad for us. So, no. No no negativity. Jets, relax. We got this. It goes by strength of schedule. So, <sighs> from, the problem with Denver is they have the Chiefs and the Chargers in the FC West. So, we need the Bears to win. We need the Panthers to win. You know, to get out there, and win some games. You know, and 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 let us let us take care of this. We got this. You guys go do your thing. We got this. As of now, the Broncos would be picking third, with Carolina's pick going to Chicago since they're zero and five. In Chicago, since we beat them, would be picking two. So if they wanted at this point in time, Caleb Williams, they're going to get him. But the consolation prize for the Broncos. Might be Drake Maine. He's not that bad of a quarterback. But what about Bo Nix? How do you feel about Bo? I, I, I got really excited about Bo Nix when I saw the Buffaloes play uh, Oregon. So is, is he is he going to be like a legitimate quarterback? Could he be our consolation prize? Uh, if you want my honest opinion, no. He's been in college for like five or six years now. He didn't look good at Auburn. But being at Oregon now the past couple of seasons in a more quarterback-friendly system, he's starting to hit his rhythm. He is absolutely not anybody I would be interested in the Broncos taking in the first round at all. If the Broncos <laughs> pick Bo, if, if Bo Nix came up the Denver Broncos with the third pick in the 2024, I would probably just jump off a bridge. That would that would be that. Well, you know, let's let's keep it positive here, fellas. I feel like we've kind of <laughs> gone off the rails. This is like post game. This is post game. This is. I mean, I guess when you've lost four games already and it's week five. This is what happens. You you start looking at terrible Oregon quarterbacks being like, you know, that might be nice. The Broncos play again in four days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who do they play? The reigning Super Bowl. In the Kansas that's City. That's going to probably beat them by 30, the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, hey, but, we, but, 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 but we get the mini bye week, you know? You got the weekend free. We can go out and enjoy ourselves, you know, get some fresh air. It'll be nice. Mm. Well, do we actually want to talk about particulars of today's game or does... I mean, okay, we're having a little Chris, bit of fun. Okay, Chris, be a downer. It, what but, do you got? Yeah. Share it well, with us. Well, you know, <laughs> the most appalling thing out of all of this is everyone wants to blame Vance, Vance Joseph for the defense being so terrible, but they actually held the Jets to a lot of field goals when they could have had touchdowns today. And I'm pinning most of the blame on Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, and the offense just being a disaster throughout the entire game. What was in the second well, half? It, 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 the first it, it, half was fine. It, like they uh, suddenly looked like they could be fun, and then they were not okay. Fun. Well, I got a question for you. The first half was so, Will McLaughlin, and that was it. Yeah, but but listen. So letting a team do whatever they want between the twenties, you know, is fine. No, that's not fine. Okay. It, 
but but because that defense gave up the 230 yards or so to on offense rushing yeah the three a three game span i think they're the top 10 all time most yards given up and the broncos actually have two spots in that top 10 nfl history the they didn't quite beat the vance joseph 2018 team but you know vance joseph likes to give up rushing yards that's that's what we learned today yeah, and, and unfortunately, the sad reality is they just don't have the players up front to even get better at run defense the rest of the year. Like Mike- I don't know. They had the players before and after. You know, Vance Joseph was coaching in 2018 and then like last year. So I don't know. Hold on, guys. We to have see a special a guest here. joining us. We have a special guest joining us on this post-game edition. Uh, joining us at this very moment without any briefing, it's Lori Lattimore Volkman of Mile High Report. Lori Lattimore Volkman, how did you feel about that game? I hate the Broncos. God damn it. Like you want to have hope that they can turn it around and they kind of look good, then they look terrible, then they kind of pull it together, and then they look terrible. Like I can't deal with the roller coaster. Either be bad or be good. Be one or the other, which I guess we're going to just be bad, but God. I mean, when they answered that question, they're bad. They're they're a bad football team. But yeah. then they play. Then they do things that are amazing, and they play well, and they they hang in there, and they get a big play. And it's like, Sorry. I'd rather I would rather lose every game seventy to twenty than lose like this. They they had negative eighteen total yards on a five drive span in the second half. I, I mean, but, the- but the first half was good. Uh, Jaleel McLaughlin was pretty good for a minute. And then, you know, they stopped giving him the ball. Well, we drove down the field two other times and got stopped in the red zone, which, you know, was some, some bad play, some bad play calling and just some really good jets defense. But we were, you know, we, we were doing it. And then what the fuck was that flip around in the backfield <laughs> play that Sean Payton called? We're down a score. That was Sean- a fumble. <laughs> Yeah, that was right after Sauce Gardner walked off the field, so they didn't have to get cute with it. They, but they did, and and that's what happened. They were their own worst enemies today. Yes. I mean, yeah, it was just it's uh, it's just it, it's the same. I feel like I've had this same podcast like forty seven times in the last. We have, yeah, you know, three years. So. What I'm talking about, like we need to. It's like though they give you hope and then they yank it right away, so that we always, you know, you never want to. Totally buy into the tank because you think maybe they can do it, and because I just hate that mentality. But at the same time, we are here because we are, you know, four win, five win, six win team every year, and we can never get better, but we don't get much worse. And it's just and we're giving away those draft picks. My my best tweet of the game was a reply to that's good sports, Brandon Perna. He said, We can't lose in these uniforms, which I feel that. Because these uniforms are so beautiful, but I had to let them know we lose in every uniform. Right? So yeah. it's, you know, at sea level, at altitude, uh, in yes. the heat, and in the cold, we are we are nothing if we're not consistent in how we lose every week. Oh, so the the whole thing is this collapse for Caleb thing, and I'm getting text messages from people, and it's like they got crash for Caleb, derp for Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I think Chris Hart might like that one. <laughs> Derp for Drake, you know. This is this is where we're at, you know. It's this this is great. And I again, I, I I keep hearing this like in our chat room. It's like 
you have to tank, you have to tank, you have to tank. And it's like, no, we're getting there honestly. Like, this is not a tank thing. Like, this is this is Which an organic, could. awful football experience that we're all living through. And, and it's going to pay off in the end with not Caleb Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> no, I mean, we're gonna uh, win uh, that last game of the year against the Raiders, and it will be a moral victory. But we'll pick ninth. Probably that's just the way things are gonna go. We, we we're not good enough to outright win games on Sunday, but you know that they're probably gonna just flub this whole tank. I mean, no team is actively trying to tank. Those guys are playing hard. They want to win. But I'm well. Going... Let's talk. Let's talk about that, Chris. Tell me yeah. how many wins do you, do you see here at Kansas City? Home, Green Bay, Kansas City, at Buffalo, home, Minnesota, Cleveland, at Houston, at the Chargers, at Detroit, home against the Patriots, home against the Chargers, at the Raiders. Like, well, maybe the Patriots? Are they that bad? You know? Uh, the Vikings? I just want to keep going back to Sean Payton, having teams struggle, usually ending up at that 7-9 and record or whatnot, but they're not going to be that good. But they'll probably end up winning, scraping out three or four more wins. And putting them outside the top but five. But where? Where they can? Well, well. Any <laughs> excuse me, any given Sunday. I mean, you could technically win any given Sunday. But I mean, maybe, maybe the Packers, maybe the Browns, because the Browns are the Browns, and Denver just has a habit of kind of sticking it to the Browns. So that could be a win. The Chargers. Every year, everyone hypes up the Chargers, but something catastrophic happens. Someone loses a leg and their team gets injured. So we'll probably at least win one game against the Chargers is my guess. And no, I don't think so. You're giving them way too much credit. Way too much credit. You think that we're only winning like two or three games? I only That was only like two or three wins there. Packers, Browns, I, I think two. Chargers. I think two or three is is kind of what, what we're looking at. But I think that puts you in the conversation for the number one overall pick. Oh, Carolina's terrible. I don't think that they're going to win more than two games. But they play in a different division. Did you watch today's game? This is the Jets that lost Aaron Rodgers. Like, they had no business winning today's game. They We should have won it. They have a good defense. Really good defense. Yeah, Yeah, but we made Zach Wilson look like an all-world QB. Right, because we have a bad defense with a bad (laughs) coordinator. That was a nice graphic. Did you guys like the graphic that they put up? And they're like, oh, here are the the defensive rankings. Last, last, and last. I do think think Chris has a point, though. The Panthers are pretty bad, and I don't see very many wins on their schedule either. So, I don't know. Like you said earlier, the Bears Bears own their pick. Yes, exactly. And the the Bears Bears will take Caleb Williams number one overall. Yeah, and they'll probably get Marvin Harrison Jr. and just have the best duo ever. I mean, I mean, it's... And then ruin it because they're the Bears. Because they're the Bears. <laughs> I mean, am I right in thinking that Jay Cutler is the Bears' all-time passing leader? I think that's correct, right? I think Probably. it's Jay Cutler. Uh, you're, you're discounting the greatness that was uh, Sid Luckman, but I'm not going to go that far back. It's <laughs> a long time ago. No, it's just one of those things that, you know, last week during the post-game pod with Tim, I was talking about, hey, even though it's just the Bears, that the guys getting that victory, that whole locker room, hey, one game, one win, on to the next week. Every week's a new week. And, and it didn't work. Come out, no, it's, it, it apparently didn't work because they came out and played this bad. And, I mean, I, I don't even really want to watch the All-22 on it or anything like that, but I can't think of maybe outside the last couple of minutes of the game, Russell Wilson making maybe five or seven throws at best, more than five yards the whole game. Those guys had two guys out starting in their secondary and Sauce Gardner left in the second half, and they didn't even bother to throw the ball downfield. 
Cortland Sutton got his first catch in the game at the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter. Jerry Judy, before his catches in the fourth quarter, had three targets for five total yards. That's just abysmal. That's pathetic. That I, I know that the Jets have a good defense, and Salah and Elbert, they, they, they've got some good things going on. But when you're down three players in your secondary and, and you're paying $40, $50 million to Russell Wilson, whatever he's making this year, but you don't even bother to throw the ball downfield and be aggressive, like, I, I don't get it. That just absolutely mind-blowing to me. All the little dump. I mean, it's cool that they're finally figuring out how to run a running back screen. I mean, that's stuff that kids get down in eighth grade, ninth grade or whatnot. But they couldn't. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, the how bad they operated that the first three games for them to finally turn it around the past two games, that's progress. But they didn't do anything middle of the field, down the field. The offensive line was terrible. I mean, this offense, we traded all those picks for Russell Wilson, for Sean Payton, for them to put up the whatever they did against the Jets today, that's just that's that's terrible. I mean, Twenty-one points. That's more than eighteen. Mm-hmm. Last I checked, still not good. <laughs> not good not enough good. today. Still not good. I mean, it's just okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, and, and we're all passionate fans and we all love talking about the team, writing about the team. We love providing great coverage for you guys throughout the year. But I'd be lying if it's just getting sad talking about the same stuff. We got to figure out creative ways to talk about tanking, about, you know, building a better team moving forward. And I mean, at some point in time, I don't know if moves are going to be coming during the middle of the season or whatnot. But if this loss didn't tell everyone in the locker room that they're nowhere close to being ready to be competitive this year, probably not even next year, probably not till 2025. I'll be absolutely disappointed if they're not sellers by Halloween. And I have, I have great. Oh, they're going to be sellers this week. I bet we see. I, I bet we see another movement. Oh to yeah. send another I mean, message. I I don't know about this week because it's a short week. But I mean, uh, why do you? Have I have to... really good news. Yes. Three primetime games in the next five for the Broncos. So we're going to see them live on national TV at the Kansas City Chiefs at the Buffalo Bills. I mean, these are these are primo games for the Broncos to show their wares to the national audience. I can't wait. And it's only so, so. low because we have our bye week in there too. So <laughs> Yeah. 
So really, it's it's much worse than that. Thank you, Tim, for that. <laughs> oh my gosh, Lori has changed her background to the tank. To the tank. <laughs> is that is that an M1 Abrams? I probably I have no idea. That's what it's the first Google result, probably. <laughs> yeah. Wikipedia picture that came up. <laughs> Eh, it is what it is. I, I, they are going to be sellers, though. Uh, I think uh, Adam Schefter said that basically they'll listen to offers for almost any player on the defensive side of the ball, which to me tells me everybody but Pat Sertain. And then, um, oh, I think he's fully in play. Absolutely, he's in play. I mean, if he's in play, then who's the almost any player that's not in play? Nick Benito. Hey, I mean, I wouldn't trade him either. Like any of the young edge rushers, I probably wouldn't want to get rid of but especially with randy Nick gregory benito. moving nick benito is the only guy that you have now so uh, well they did say they did say that um Schefter did say that the wide receivers Cortland sun and jerry judy could also see some movement but then they their conflicting reports came out saying that broncos weren't interested in trading any of their offensive players which frankly i think bye you know yeah, if mims can stay everybody else can go right pretty much and, yeah i mean honestly when we picked Jerry Judy, I was super excited. I mean, he had all the traits, all the tools and whatnot. He just needs to go to a new team to hopefully rebuild his confidence and resurrect his career because they're not featuring him in this offense. He has very little production to date. And he's probably the guy in that wide receiver room, if anybody, that could net you maybe a late second, maybe a third round pick. And if you can get that, great. Um, I, I think that the only I would that- love for the panthers to trade their second round pick (laughs) i don't think that they would be that desperate but i think that the broncos in the situation they are if carolina has their original third round pick which would still be a top 75 pick i I mean if if i got if i was george payton and i called up whoever the gm is in carolina was would be like hey would you give us your top third round pick for jerry judy i mean i would do that deal i know that doesn't sound jerry Jerry judy's worth more than the third round pick but i don't think so absolutely a third round pick for Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton's Sutton not worth better Sutton. than a fifth round pick. What's he done lately? He had like well, one catch a day. They kept showing him on the sideline, and they're like, oh, he hasn't played much. He hasn't played much. And it's like, oh, oh, oh is there's something the, the, in the, the works. Advantage, the advantage with Judy is you have him on your fifth year option, and you can decide whether or not you want to extend him. With Sutton, we already have multiple years of him being at a high contract already. So I don't see why teams would want to trade for that. Uh, it's just it's just one of those things that at this point in time, I would sit down with every player in that locker room and be like, do you even want to be here? Would you like to go play somewhere else? Would you like to try playing for a winning franchise? And I'm sure that half those guys in that locker room would be all dying. the guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, and this is this is probably the boldest thing I've ever said. I bet half that locker room wants to get the hell out of here. I mean, what's going on? This, this well, I mean, you is- could see it. I mean, the, the, the problem is, is the what I would like to see is just trade the veterans all the veterans need to go because this team has a losing mentality you're not going to change that with the veteran people on the roster you just you need to blow it up and just start over with the young guys all young teams it's going to be rough but it's really what denver should have done in 2017 i they've just been stringing this along like just just nuke the, the, ba- nuke the bastard to start over like come on <laughs> <laughs> just... nuke nuke them what are you gonna <laughs> do with russell wilson though I mean, he's gone in a couple of years. He's 36, 37. I, they can't even get rid of him until 
I think next year, right? Like after next season. No, well, th- th- from my understanding with the cap breakdown is if they decide post June first, if they did a post June first designation this next year, they're going to take about thirty million in dead money and then like fifty million the next year. But if they don't get rid of him this year, his two thousand and twenty four and twenty five salary becomes guaranteed, if not only for injury. So anywhere in these next two years, it's eighty million now or eighty million and twenty four or 25 it just i thought there was an you, out in 25 let me double check i'll, I'll check spot track right now but... it's not good i mean they're going to be telling oh, yeah, them they're going to be paying them tens of million dollars to go play elsewhere i mean at this point in time you just have to hope maybe that there's someone out there that would want to work out a trade like even if it yeah. was like for like a fifth round pick like hey but hey brock osweiler like unload the salary trade so yeah, it's after after 2025 they have an out where they can take a 31 million dollar dead cap hit. So so basically you you have your quarterback, but you if they drafted a young guy, I I don't think Sean Payton's afraid of eating cap penalties. I don't think he's ever been afraid of uh, whether Greg Penner's afraid of eating that or wants to deal with that. Oh, he's that, the that, one that pushed Walmart. for the extension right away. That was him. That was him. He wanted that to Walmart get money. Ain't afraid of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but. No, I think I, I think if they drafted a quarterback in the first round, I think you keep Russell Wilson Wilson anyway. And if you if you ended up getting rid of Wilson after next season, you would still eat like a lot of dead money. But I don't think I don't think the team would care if they had a young quarterback ready to take over. I, think I actually that... think that's a great scenario too, because you know if we let's say we're blowing it all up and we're getting you know Caleb Williams or Drake May, we those guys aren't coming into a strong team and this is what always kills the great young quarterback you know you need to have a good team around you and to have some time so it wouldn't be bad to have that guy sit even behind russell wilson even if it's half a year and when russell falters then you you know bring him in or you know give him time to really get get some yeah, Patrick Mahomes only started reps, one. Get some experience, get some mentoring, so that really he's ready to take over the following year and has had a little more time than just fresh off the you know the draft board. I yeah, disagree. I, I disagree with that. If if <laughs> if no no well I mean respectfully disagree with with Tim and Lori on there. If you're gonna go balls to the wall and draft a quarterback to be the new face of your franchise, I mean I appreciate Russell Wilson as a human being. I was really hoping that things would work out differently everyone was excited when we got him. It's like, finally, man, we finally have a quarterback to take us to that next level. Unfortunately, it just doesn't seem like it's going to work out. And I'd rather bite that bullet and say goodbyes right away. And he's, he's a part of this losing culture here too. I mean, and it's not that he can't be a good veteran mentor and that he couldn't help out a young quarterback. I just rather them committing to a true rebuild also means that you have to cut ties with arguably the biggest mistake that you made from a draft capital and contract standpoint, the last five years. I mean, I mean, it's, but, it's, but it's pa- tough, but Patrick Mahomes only started one game in it as a rookie and he had Alex Smith as his quarterback. I mean, Alex, but yeah, Alex not Smith wasn't Russell on Wilson. like a gargantuan contract that was tied. No, but, you, you, but you, you, you're talking about an 80 million cap hit. Like, I don't think, I don't think that's a smart move either. You know, you get a young quarterback who, you know, who's going to sit his first year is probably a good idea. Get him some playing time, obviously, but financially you're saving yourself a big chunk of change. 
uh, especially on the dead cap money, because um, that dead cap's going to hamper your ability to to even you know improve the roster. I don't know. I think fifty million is outrageous and borderline. You can't even do that. But eighty million is like I don't know, man. You're talking about thirty, forty percent of your cap. Just yeah, you can't use it. Sorry. Like, well, it's uh, not that they can't use the it. The Kansas it's City Royals are allocated towards paying the rest of the contract, telling them to go play else, elsewhere or whatnot. But I mean, they're going to have to shed multi-millions, tens of millions of dollars of contracts. I mean, whether it's Justin Simmons, Cortland Sutton, Garrett Bowles, I mean, I can't even... I mean, all those it. guys probably could be traded the next three weeks, too, so... We yeah, I mean, and that's just sad. Not I mean, Garrett it, Bowles. We already talked about this. No, I mean, he can go. I mean, it'd be sad if Justin Simmons had to get traded. He's done everything and then some for the city and all the foundations and is a good player. But, I mean, honestly, I don't necessarily like to think of the NFL being an entitlement type thing, but he just absolutely deserves better. I mean, a player of his caliber having to waste his best years in a, on a franchise this bad. And I on the list of people who deserve Broncos, better, Chris, on the right? list of people who deserve better, I put Tim and Lori and, and then me and then you and <laughs> then Justin Simmons. So that's the list. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for Justin Simmons, well, but I mean, we have kind of suffered much more a lot longer yeah yeah and and, and really the team owes it to us because we we buy their stuff <laughs> right I ain't buying right. their stuff he's not paying us i'm, I'm not buying their stuff right now <laughs> i've been I'm selling my broncos more, a, a lot less stuff yeah um uh, from china um but i i want to buy their stuff you know yeah, we i really all, do we'd give anything for this team just to be i don't know not an embarrassment it, yeah. it, this team is absolutely embarrassing. I mean, if Sean Payton's going to talk the shit that he did about Nathaniel Hackett, and I don't necessarily think yeah, that you he better was win wrong. the game. Yeah, you you better win this friggin' game. And he that they shit the bed again. And I think we talked about that too way back when it happened. I was like, man, you you better win this football game. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're, you're going to be saying those kinds you, of things, they couldn't your beat Zach Wilson, guys. Like yeah. he's he's too much of a juggernaut. There's no way. Can you imagine <laughs> if they had Aaron Rodgers? Can you imagine? In the Battle of the Wilsons, Zach was the victor. Right. But in the first half, we kept we kept Zach. Zach Wilson looked terrible. We kept sacking him. We stopped the run. We were scoring or driving. And then halftime, like, everything just goes to shit. We come out. We can't get a first down. They Bryce Hall breaks for, what, a 70-yard touchdown? Again. Just like last year. Yes. Yeah. They I suddenly mean, realized that we can't stop the run. Like, how dare they? I mean, and that's the big thing. That was actually what Tim and I were discussing before Lori had joined joined the, the podcast. Denver doesn't have any true, I mean, winners up front. I know that Mike Purcell is a, a name that fans on Twitter, Broncos country on social media. Oh, Mike's been such a good player. He was dog shit today. On that Brees Hall run, he got leveled. And absolutely all 340 pounds of him went down on his ass and back to the ground. And there Brees went. He can barely stay healthy. I think that they just kept him because he, he was around. He, he, he might have filled a role or whatnot. But that defensive line is terrible. I know. What happened to it? Because, it, I mean, it was good last year. Decent. Well, you know, DJ that... Jones left the game. That's, that's, that's when he really started ripping off the big runs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, DJ left. I mean, Draymond's not here, and I think it's safe to say by now that Zach Allen is not Draymond Jones, and uh, Jonathan Harris is is not an adequate replacement for Deshaun Williams, who snaps they really didn't even replace anyways. I mean, they're they're literally – I mean, Elijah Garcia did get a sack in today's game, 
but they're literally usually rotating most of the snaps between five guys. And in the NFL today, you, I mean, what was it before this week, Zach Allen was playing 82% of the defensive snaps. Jonathan Harris, who had never been a starter anywhere in his career in his life was at 70%. And then DJ Jones at nose was at about 60% or whatnot. That's a lot of snaps for your top three guys game in game out to be able to, to, to try and take on. And they need absolute reinforcements up there and they need more picks to get guys who can be dogs in the trenches because that's where they're at their absolute worst, whether it's offensive or defensive side of the ball, their trench game is no bueno. Well, to, to wrap this up though, I would, I do want to point out one stat that, that might blow everybody's mind here, but the Broncos actually sit at, they have the eighth most points scored in the NFL right now, seven points less than the chiefs, but they have a negative 60 point, 60 uh, point differential. So, you know, it is what it is, and, you know, that's where we're at. So, Jess, do you want to wrap things up for us here? Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this special post-game edition of Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Plays, joined by Tim Lynch, Lori Lattimore-Volkman, and Christopher Hart. Uh, when do you see the Broncos winning their next game? Tim. Ooh, let me bring up their schedule here. I can answer. Okay, Lori Lattimore Volkman, go ahead. 2024. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Caleb Williams. Tim Lynch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the God, I don't know. Chiefs, the Bills. <laughs> the Vikings game. I think the Browns, I think the Browns run for four hundred yards, so I don't yeah, think they're I gonna win too. that one. But the, the Vikings game, I think they might actually win that one. The Vikings are pretty bad. I don't know. Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson will just smoke us. Smoke I'll take that over any running game. <laughs> They're going to beat the Packers in two weeks. They're going to get embarrassed by the Chiefs on Thursday night football. They're going to get a lot of time to think about how bad they are. And then I think if that game's at home, they'll beat the Packers. They're going to beat Green Bay. I'm calling oh, it. Yeah. October 22nd, they're rolling the Packers. It's going to take, take a lot to, we, to we embarrass this Broncos team that lost by 50 points and allowed 70 total. So so uh, you heard it here first, folks. Hart says we're going to beat the Packers of Green Bay at mile high. Uh, for uh, Mike DeSico, <laughs> who is not here, uh, I am Jess Place, and that is Tim Lynch. That is Lori Lattimore-Volkman, and he is Chris Hart. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, go Broncos. Why not? <laughs> go Broncos 24. Thanks for nothing, <laughs> Broncos. Jeez. Shit.